Oklahoma. Huddle up. It's time to go inside the high school huddle on Hot 93.7 FM and streaming worldwide on GuthrieSportsPage.com. The high school huddle will take you where you want to go with coaches, players, your phone calls, texts, and tweets. Join the huddle and let's talk high school sports. It's the High School Huddle here on Guthrie News Page. So glad to have you on this Wednesday night as we get set for week number 14 of the high school football season. Week 14 means state championships, usually for a lot of schools, but not this year due to COVID-19. It is 6A state championship week uh, for the 6A schools, and then other schools will have their state championships next week. More on that here in a little bit. Bring in my friend, my partner, Phil Nichols. And uh, Phil, how are you on this gloomy Wednesday before the snow comes pal- piling in? Are we really going to get snow in our area? I think I haven't seen the weather today, but I think we're going to teasing us. Yeah, I think we if we do get any snow in this area, I think we might get a dusting, but I've seen anywhere up to a possible yeah. inch of snow. So we'll see. Oh, OK. I talked to a guy today said he saw seven inches up in the north. Uh, west part of the state, yeah. yeah, seven to like ten inches or something crazy like that. So yeah, I did see that. I'm good. I'm good though. We we got to go. We got to go. We got out of quarantine today. Yes. Um, I don't know officially. Uh, yeah the the CDC, the White House had a briefing last night. I, I put in an email oh to uh, Vice President Pence, and he uh, yeah. he's got a lot of email, but he, he slowly got back to me. But the, it it does sound like uh, the White House was briefed last night. But uh, yeah. the CDC is coming out and saying uh, with a with a negative test instead of quarantine for fourteen days. If you have a negative test, you can get out of quarantine with a negative test up to is it ten days? I think seven to ten days. Seven to ten days. So yeah, I don't know what distinguishes seven, eight, nine, or ten, but seven to ten days. So that uh, that is good news, um, yeah, uh, for us especially. So uh, oh. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's crazy. It's been it's been rough. <laughs> it, it really has. So uh, well, I guess the big news uh, is uh, state championship week, but there was some news off the field and broken arrow. Uh, invited their uh, former football coach into a 9 a.m. meeting on Monday and let him know that they are going in a different direction. And, uh, of course, the Broken Arrow coach, Coach David Alexander. Uh, Coach David Alexander was brought in in 2014. Remember when when in 2014, uh, when that job, I guess, months before the 2014 season, that job was open. Remember, Rafe Watkins was a finalist. Him and David Alexander were a finalist for that job. And uh, they rate they uh, BA administration uh, chose David Alexander, who was an alum of Broken Arrow High School, who later right. went on to play football at Tulsa and went on to play NFL football and and, and, and coach other places. But uh, and that's what when Rafe did not get that job, that's when Rafe accepted the Muskogee job. But seven years later, uh, Broken Arrow or five years into his into his coaching era, won the one and only state championship for Broken Arrow back in 2018. I think they were 7-4 this year in this COVID season, and I think he was 60-23 and 23 in his seven seasons at Broken Arrow. Again, their only state championship in school history back in 2018, and they let him go on Monday morning, and as you can imagine, he was well, he was shocked as, as we were all kind of when we found out Monday afternoon, but 
really no reason given out. And, and he said, you're not going to find a DUI. You're not going to, I didn't, I didn't say anything to the wrong person. I, I, I nothing, nothing's there. And actually the broken arrow assistant superintendent to students, personnel, serv- whatever their fancy title is over there. Uh, I agree. There was nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing that was done bad crime wise or anything. They just, I guess it's time to go in a different direction. Well, uh, you and I have talked a lot about this since this announcement came out. And yeah, this is my opinion. It's a pretty sad state of affairs. When you're coaching high school football, you win 70% of your games. You bring the only state championship to a team, uh, to a school in their history. You win two district titles. Everything you read about this guy is that he's a stand-up guy. Everything you read about this guy is that all the players love him, and they fire him. Um, so my hope for, for Broken Arrows, the new direction they go in, is they win no games. <laughs> they fail miserably. Because uh, they're going to do a national search. They're going to bring in some young hotshot coordinator. Or they'll go get a head coach out of Arkansas or Texas or something. But they'll they'll do a national search, and which I think is comical. Um, you know, before David Alexander came there, I mean, they're, they're acting like they're acting like they're this established dominant football power. Um, and it's still high school football. I mean, what do you you win seven out of ten games? Over seven years, you're averaging seven, when in seven out of 10 games you play, you win a state championship, you win two district titles, and you get fired. Yeah. I, I, I think that's pathetic. And I don't know, but I that's, mean, wins or losses, I mean, if, if, if you get fired over wins or losses, usually you're, you're not very good. You're you're five and six, or six and five, or four and six, three and seven, or, two and two. I mean, I mean yeah, that, that that explains itself there. But uh, I mean, you're just two years removed from a state championship, and so um, uh, Josh Seabolt uh, talking about the Broken Arrow coach uh, David Alexander probably had 25 calls so far. Coach Alexander, uh, uh, Bill Hastings, uh, uh, the uh, great sports writer at the Tulsa World, um, uh, calling us. He does a great job. Uh, had an interview with uh, David Alexander, and he says, "I don't know where I'm going to be coaching next year, but I will be coaching." So I know Ed Memorial oh, yeah. was Ed Memorial's zero and ten last year. I mean, Ed Memorial would love to have David Alexander as their head football coach. So we'll see because there's going to be more jobs coming up opening here in a little bit. But uh, you mentioned uh, replacing him at Broken Arrow. Have you heard? Have you heard the top name? I have not. Top name being rumored for that job, Lauren Montgomery, the head coach of the Bixby Spartans. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I, I look at it this way. I look at it, um, both jobs pay over $100,000 at both locations. Oh, yeah, yeah. You look at Bixby, Lauren Montgomery, yeah. they've been in all seven state championship games. They play their state title game on Saturday night against Chaltal. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. But uh, Bixby has won, has been in the seven straight state championships. They won six, uh, I guess they won, they've only lost one state championship game since they've been there. If you're Lauren Montgomery, Bixby might be a better job than Broken Arrow right now. And if it's not, there's not much difference. I'm, I, I think Broken Arrow will be able to pay a little bit more. But do you want to go to Broken Arrow who just fired their coach for winning a state title two years ago? <laughs> Well, that that's the whole thing to me is any any good coach, um, and there's a lot of them out there. But any good coach is going to look at that and they're going to go, "Let's see, David Alexander, he's an alumni. 
He was a two-time Missouri Valley Conference player uh, at Tulsa. Then he played nine years in the NFL. Then he went. Then he went, and I believe it was the Jinx staff. He was on the yep. Jinx staff, Alan I believe. Uh, so he played under one of the greatest high school coaches in the history of Oklahoma. He coached under one of the greatest coaches in high school history. And he goes back to his alum, back to his old school, brings them their only state title, wins 70% of his games, it gets fired. Yeah, sign me up for that job. I'd love to have that job. Yeah, that's... I mean, it's 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 an absolute... It's, it, it baffles my mind. I think this seems to me like um, there's a personality conflict, maybe one that he wasn't even aware of, but there was a personality conflict with somebody high up in the administration that just decided they're going to make a change to the program. And it's, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know uh, Coach Alexander personally. I mean, I don't, I've, I've never talked to the man. I don't know him. Anything I know about him is from afar or, or what you read or you know, we, we do get to talk to a lot of people from around the state doing what we do on Friday nights. And so um, everybody I've ever t- heard, the only thing I've ever heard about him is that he's a stand-up good guy. Yeah. And so, so it, you know, if I'm Lauren, I, I look around at Bixby and go, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be cl- uh, Division One here shortly anyway. Two years probably. Uh, you know, we're getting ready to win another state championship. Oh, by the way. We got the best player in the state. He's a junior, so that means we'll probably win next year because he got about six sophomores starting on that Bixby team. So he'll probably win a state title this year. Probably win a state title next year, and then they're going to go to Division One anyway. And the second they go up to Division One, they're one of the top two or three favorites to win the state title that year in Division One. So why? I mean, he's beloved in Bixby. I mean, they're you know Bixby's not going to run him out. Yeah, and, Ever. and I think, and, and I, and I think, you know, Broken Arrow might would probably be able to pay a little bit more. I mean, they are the largest school in the in, in the state, but I think Bixby, maybe, yeah, I think Bixby obviously knows they got to keep him, and you know, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. That's the, that's it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it plays there, out. There's no shortage of cash in Bixby, Oklahoma to keep the winningest coach they've ever had in school history that's brought them, is it five state championships going for six, or is it four going for five? No, I think it's uh, – I'll pull it up here in a second. But a bunch of state titles, believe me, between what the school pays them and and other money that could be raised through booster clubs or whatever, I guarantee you they, they if they want to keep him, they can keep him. I mean, they're not – you know, they're, you're, you're – <laughs> They're not going to run out of cash over there anytime soon. Uh, 6A2 was started in 2014. Bixby won state in 14, 15, 16, 17. Uh, excuse me, 14, 15, 16. Booker T got it in 2017. Bixby beat Stillwater in 18, 19, and they are going for another state championship uh, on Saturday. So they've uh, they've so won going five. For six. Going for six out of seven yeah, years. So, I mean, he's, I mean, he's won five state titles. I mean, what do you – I mean <laughs> – <laughs> and he was at know. Jinx before making the uh, move over to uh, – he was an assistant at Jinx. Bix, if I yeah. yeah. Well, and I wonder, too, you know, what would be interesting is with Coach Blankenship, I mean, I would think Awasa would be awful interested in David Alexander um, as a head coach over there. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if – I mean, it, I mean when, when Coach decides to hang it up, I'm right, not saying right. – you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I mean, he's, he doesn't have a whole lot more to prove 
Right. <laughs> yeah. Know, he's, yeah. I mean, he's, he's kind of done it all and is a Hall of Famer. So, I mean, it's not really – not a lot left there on the plate for him to clean up. So Yeah, I lost But it, it just – it's just, it's just odd that it's just odd that a uh, in high school sports um that that cuz I don't care, and there's going to be some parents out there that hate hate me when I say this that's okay you know it's it still comes down you got to have athletes to win state titles if you know you play with what you got now obviously Broken Arrow is the biggest school district in the state they've got a ton of kids walking the hallways I get all that but it's just uh, I don't know. I, I think it's bad form. I think it's a bad bad precedent to set. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. So, David Alexander, out of coaching for now. Again, uh, more more football positions will be coming up here in the next two, three, four weeks. So, um, he will have great options. And I think it was uh, Josh earlier who said uh, Coach will probably has already had 25 phone calls of interest to coach their high school football team. So, um Anyway, that is the uh, latest up in Broken Arrow. And, uh, of course, uh, we're up against uh, need to get our first time out here. And uh, oops, wrong side there. There we go. Uh, oh, boy. We are presented by our good friends over at Generations Church. Josh Seabolt and the crew over there. Uh, Sunday morning worship. And uh, if you uh, can't make it inside, you can always check them out online at any time. I, I'm sure it's all archived. Uh, not only... Uh, uh, this we take a look at here on, at their fa- uh, at their website, which is uh, generationsguthrie.com, but also on Facebook as well. And you can catch those sermons out there. And uh, just a, a great group. They've uh, you know they've held uh, many things at their church. I, I remember the city of Guthrie had a reception thing over there. It was a cool thing to be a part of and to watch. The food was really good over there as well. And uh, just doing a whole bunch of good stuff out in the community. And we a big thank you uh, to Generations Church. Yeah, absolutely. Josh and him did a great job, and most importantly, he knows it's the Phil and Chris show. There we go. Well, we're going to take our opening time out here on the high school huddle. We're going to kind of dig into a little bit of the uh, games, including a game-winning field goal. We had that video. Ah. We'll, we'll let you see that as well. It was one. Of the, it was the Phil. It was the best game I watched all season long. You know, I, mean, it, I, I know mean, you said that. It, it was up there. It was really, really good. So we're gonna take a timeout uh, since the since uh, Generation Church is our title sponsor. Phil, who do you think gets the very first commercial when we uh, when we go to break? Uh, Generations Church. Let's see. Let's see what happens. I think I, I think you okay. might be right. Take a timeout. Okay. This is the high school huddle presented by Generations Church. Culture Church that believes in being a light to our city and our region. At Generations, we don't believe that church can be put in a box. We're a church that accepts all people from all walks of life, young, old, rich, and poor, and you will feel welcome at Generations. Join us at 10 a.m. every Sunday at 2524 West Noble in Guthrie, America. You can also join us at generationsguthrie.online.church. Today I'm sharing Golden Chick with the world. Are you ready to taste Golden Chick for the first time? 100% tenderloin. That's where the Golden Tenders come from. Marinated for 24 hours. It is amazing. And we also got the rolls made fresh. It feels like they were just baking. You know why it feels that way? They were. Every time I go, I love to get extra okay. rolls, so I love it. Mm-hmm. We are being kind of photobombed right now by the one and only Clucky. Have you met Clucky the chicken? Don't get too starstruck. He's just a regular guy. One taste and you're golden. Golden. He's on Tender. That's like a chicken dating app. 
Sometimes you need immediate care and can't get in to see your doctor during regular hours. With Mercy Convenient Care in Guthrie, you can walk in without an appointment and get the medical attention you need at a lower cost and with shorter waiting time than your local emergency room. The Mercy Convenient Care is located at 2919 South Division. For any concerns, call 405-282-6301. Services are provided by Mercy Hospital, Logan County. Choose Guthrie. Choose Mercy. Aspen Roofing is a family-owned roofing company with more than 20 years of experience and achievements across Oklahoma. Aspen Roofing takes pride in the personal service we provide on each job, and we strive to maintain the highest level of quality while offering our customers a reasonable price. It is our commitment to help you understand the process of getting a new roof from start to finish. Call Robbie Hudson for a free roofing estimate at 405-562-0026. Exxon was founded by two combat-proven veterans to help businesses grow from mediocre to exceptional. We know from experience that your culture and trust throughout the organization drive superior performance. Most business owners focus on the urgent rather than the important. They are just struggling to survive. The team at Exxon helps owners identify challenges, build solutions, and focus on growth. Do you trust your team? Does your team trust you? If not, we can help. We are Exxon. Hey, you in the third row. Yes, you. When was your last dental checkup? Dr. Lewis Turney and his staff provide dental care in a fun, relaxing environment. Still not convinced? Prefer to sleep through your appointment? No problem. We can do that, too. Our staff can ensure you have a relaxing experience no matter what. Got kids? Hey, so do we. Come see what all the moms are talking about. Our kid-friendly staff loves to provide care to even the tiniest of teeth. Give us a call today. We've got the whole family covered. Give Dr. Lewis Turney a call at 282 For centuries, it was a windswept prairie until the run of 89 saw settlers scramble for land and life in a newborn town as Oklahoma's territorial capital, Guthrie. Bank First is loyal to the preservation movement that reclaimed Oklahoma's first state capital. And we're loyal to the banking legacy born at the corner of First and Oklahoma streets. Bank First. Loyal to Oklahoma. Loyal to you. Welcome back to the High School Huddle. Join the huddle yourself and let us know your thoughts by calling our toll-free number at 1-800-897-3678 or simply tweet us by using the hashtag OKHSHuddle. Now let's get back in the huddle and talk high school sports. I don't know why that happened. I don't know why that happened. Well... I'm sure when you oh, were, we couldn't hear you, you were probably thanking me for my years of service and uh, dedication to the show, and nobody it, heard it. That's exactly right. The, the lip readers were able to get that. I think I usually come back on on this shot here, and that's where the audio is supposed to go, and since it didn't have that, uh, I was just so quick to want to talk about uh, Generation Church, our telesponsor. Love God, love people, serve both well. So, uh, rookie mistake, my bad, and we'll... Uh, We'll, uh, we'll move on. Talk it up we'll to experience. On. Yeah, accidents oh, happen, boy. Phil. Accidents happen. So. That's what I've heard. Never experienced one myself. That's no, what I've heard. Uh, I want to get uh, Tina Smedley. Thank you, uh, Tina, keeping us updated on the COVID situation. We were talking about it earlier. Yes. Uh, the CDC, um, we, we were all confused on the days and all that stuff. It's seven days with a negative test or 10 days without a test instead of the So we could have been out of this. We <laughs> yeah. could have been out of this a week ago. Yeah. Yeah, 
because uh, we, we we did get the test. We were negative. Uh, got pictures oh, and everything yeah, to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was your wife's ornery. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's starting to leak out to the public there a little bit, huh? She uh, she goes behind the little area, and Chris and I are sitting out in the oh, waiting area. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you hear, and you hear the guy go. You, obviously, Sam set it up, and he goes, "No, we'll do the blood test, blood draw after we do this." And Chris immediately says, "Blood." Well, <laughs> Chris doesn't like needles. What? What? Start, <laughs> I we were we were probably seven blocks from the uh, testing location, and I was told oh, yeah. it was the cheek swab. Oh yeah, it wasn't. But seven blocks from testing site, I was known it was the uh, brain tickler. Oh yeah, it was the four foot long stick they stick up your nose. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was amazing. Real deal. But uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. No, not at all. Didn't so, like it. But um, anyway, thank you, Tina. Appreciate uh, letting us know that um, we can be amongst people now. Um, well, Phil, I. Uh, we, we can talk about the 6A one state championship is set this weekend, uh, 1 o'clock on Saturday at University of Central Oklahoma. We'll both be there uh, watching that one and producing and all the video stuff for that one. But uh, it will be Jinx taking on Edmund Santa Fe. We'll talk about that game here uh, in just a minute. But uh, the game I want to talk about first uh, is the 6A two state championship game, which will feature Chaltaw and Bixby. And uh, uh, Bixby, Chaltaw, uh, Took down Midwest City, uh, fairly had a fairly easy time with that one. Uh, Chaltal Stillwater was a fantastic game. Came down to the last play of the uh, of the ball game, and uh, it was a, a twenty five. It was a sophomore kicker, Phil, from twenty five yards. Chaltal in the white jerseys there on your screen, and the kick is up, and it's good, and that stops Bixby Stillwater round three of state championship yeah. games in a row. Yeah, you know, you, we were talking off the air. This kid hits the game winner as time expires. The week before, had missed three field goals <laughs> yeah. in the game, and and I said that's the life of a high school kicker, right? So, and in this ball game, he made all five extra points, and then of course hits the game winner as, the, as time runs out to put him into the state championship. So, I told you, I said that kid's still floating right now. He hasn't he hasn't came down yet. So yeah, he's uh, only a sophomore too. So yeah, uh, yeah. You imagine the uh, you know your your Chaltaw and your uh, the game was it was tied. It looked like it was going to go to uh, uh, to to overtime, but uh, uh, the kid drilled it and uh, uh, what a fun! Chaltaw's in the state championship game for the first time since nineteen sixty. Wow. Yeah. Of course, Choctaw. You know we. We we saw or excuse me they saw broke or Bixby earlier this year when Bixby had uh, quite a few starters out in that game with COVID related yeah. situation and and uh, Bixby uh, won that game uh, when they were uh, not at full strength and so you would you got to believe that obviously they're the odds on favorite going into that championship game uh, this weekend. Yeah, I mean it, it's truly amazing because Chaltaw, uh, the underdog to Stillwater. And uh, yeah. but I tell you, I, I watched every snap of that game. I was uh, it was fun to watch. And uh, Chaltaw might be might be better next year. They got a great quarterback, Stillwasso. Uh, he's a junior. Uh, they got a, a a kid that's headed to the University of Oklahoma, defensive player. Uh, they they their defense. Of course, they went up against Stillwater. Of course, which has one of the top ten rushers of all time in the state of Oklahoma, and uh, Quantrell yeah. Walker. And uh, they their their game plan was to stop Walker. 
And for the most part, they did. I mean, it felt like he had like four yards. But again, Quantrell Walker, if you don't watch it that close, averages almost 300, um, gains almost 300 yards per game, usually around three to five touchdowns a game. And it felt like he had one of his worst games that he ever had. And I kept talk, I kept texting you, Phil. Uh, well, yeah. they, they got yeah. him stopped. I mean, they they are selling out to stop him, which was a good game plan. And uh, and he still fin- I can't remember what, how many yards. Uh, Twenty nine carries, one hundred seventy five, yeah. yeah. yards, three touchdowns. Uh, yeah, but um, so so a career game for a lot of kids. Yes, um, is is a game that we're talking about for Walker, Mister Walker, as being a uh, where they shut him down. Yeah. You know, and that's that's that speaks to that kid's unique ability. Obviously, I don't know where he will play after high school. Um, uh, he'll play somewhere, um, but he he's a special high school football player, no doubt about it. And so, I think that's the first team that Chalthaw has lost to in the last three years. That's not the name Bixby. Because it was Bixby and Stillwater in the last two state championships, and now Chalthaw takes down uh, Stillwater, and there's no. Oh, Phil, that's that's just not good video. I know, uh, can't help it. Uh, it happened. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Chalto uh, uh, underdogs last week. They'll be underdogs as as well again this this week. And they played Bixby close earlier in the season. I think it was like a twenty six to 10, 23, 11. I can't remember what the score, but it was less than two touchdowns. So uh, we'll yeah. see how uh, Chalto knows they can play with them. And uh, it, and they indeed they are the underdogs, but uh, one game setting at a neutral field, uh, you never know what happens. No, you know, I mean anything can happen in games like that. I think when it when the game's actually played, I think you're going to see. Um, and I've said this before: if both teams play as well as they can, uh, Bixby will win going away. Um, in my opinion, if Bixby plays okay, they, maybe they turn the ball over a couple times. Um, Choctaw is able to capitalize on those, and they play clean. You know, anything can happen. Choctaw could end up beating them. But I think going into it, obviously, I think most people would be penciling in Bixby uh, to win their sixth gold ball. Yeah, no doubt. I, I'm telling you, it, uh, completely, completely impressed with Choctaw's defense. And uh, remember, we saw we broadcasted the game last year in the state semifinals between Stillwater yep. and Choctaw, and the game was over when the opening kickoff was uh, going through the air. Yeah, it was a blow, yeah. blowout. It was an absolute blowout down in, where were we, in Yukon or Mustang? Yukon, Yukon. That was that was the sandwich Nazi night. Oh yeah, well for you, I, yeah, I, I well, she I was, ate well, I ate well. Whew, she was she was tough. Yeah, she was. She, she was. Said, this is only for people working. I said, what do you think? I'm here just looking around. Chalto Bixby. Chalto Bixby. Seven o'clock uh, Saturday night for the six eight two Gold Ball. One o'clock at UCO on Saturday will be the. Jinx Trojans and the Edmund Santa Fe Wolves. Edmund Santa Fe, the first team on the west side to be in the state title game since 2016 when Norman North was able to do that as uh, uh, Jinx took down Owasso uh, in uh, one semifinal game. Uh, and uh, the other semifinal game, Edmund Santa Fe took down Tulsa Union. And Edmund Santa Fe started off red hot, 21-0 to in the first 12, 13 minutes of the ball game. And then uh, here comes Union, and actually Union had the ball. Edmund Santa Fe in the fourth quarter, I, I think it was fourth down to one. They had it at their at the Union 39, I think it was, and went for it, did not get it. So Tulsa Union had like 40 yards to go to go, uh, was it to tie it or win it? E- either way, uh, but uh, they, they 
uh, Santa Fe holds on defense and advances to the championship game. So how about Edmund Santa Fe in the finals just a few blocks from their high school at Watland Stadium at UCO? Pretty cool deal, you know. I mean, obviously Santa Fe's, we've been saying it for three or four weeks, probably the best shot uh, for the west side of the state to get a state championship in the 6A division. Um, played a great game. You know, you, 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 I mean, they, they, all these schools have athletes. I mean, they've all got kids that can go play. Um, so we'll see what happens. Obviously, I think same thing can be said. I think you know, Santa Fe is obviously the underdog going into that ball game. I don't think by a bunch, but I do think they're the underdog. Um, you know, I think that's a ball game that you can go in there. It could be a really great game. You know that's fun to watch and really competitive, or it could be a blowout. I think I think it could go either way. Um, obviously, we're all hoping for a for a great ball game, and we're hoping that that Santa Fe is able to sneak in there and get a state title over here on the west side of the state. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Union or Jinx have been in the state championship game one of the two twenty five straight years. It's pretty even 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 in these years when they've been down, yeah, you know where they've lost two, three, four games, five games, you know they they've somehow managed to still one of them's gotten into the state championship game. So it's it's uh, it's still it's still the East Side's game in six A Division One. There's no doubt about it. Well, and if I remember correctly, I'm pulling up now. Yeah, Union started the season off zero and four. Zero yep. and four is what they yep. uh, they lost at Bixby, lost at Broken Arrow. Must have been coaching. Uh, lost at Jinx. Yeah. Lost at Owasso. I mean, that, I mean that's the schedule. I mean, that's why you play those games so you so you can make these playoff runs. So when you get there, you, yeah. you've been there and done that. But now they're te- then, then they were able to get some West Side teams. Mustang. Sorry, Jordan. I know you're watching, but Mustang uh, got beat sixty six to ten. So, uh, but Mustang more Norman North Southmore Enid. Uh, yeah, and then uh, wins over the, another victory over Broken Arrow. Um. Uh, 26-14, and so uh, Edmund Santa Fe and Jinx, and uh, yeah, yeah. So it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be a fun game, and and you know we were at we were at UCO today just doing preparation for the games this weekend, and and it was interesting uh, when we were there. They were getting some of the graphics up on the billboard, just try you know tested things, and it was kind of cool to see Edmund Santa Fe's helmet up there with the jinx helmet and you think yeah that's nice it's nice to see somebody from the west side um uh competing for that gold ball yeah uh let me see here i don't know how my screen will pull it up here i don't know if it'll let me zoom in here i don't know if you can feel sleepy time zoom in yeah there it is you got a picture i did i snuck one uh they let me on the field well, they let you on the field? No, they didn't let me on. Oh. It was raining. It was raining. They want to go you found my wallet today. That was I did. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the reward. I'm sure it's in the mail. Already in the mail. Well, somewhere, I so. mean, it might be that hundred I'm missing that somehow miraculously fell out of my wallet. So you might just consider that the reward. There you go. Okay, we need to take another time out because we are going to break down Class Five A football. We had a miracle. Fin- I don't know if it was a miracle finish, but it was quite the rally to win in yeah. overtime for one school. Another school that wears red and white. They play. Uh, I'll, I'll, I won't give it away. They're going for five state championships. If I say they play on the Palace on Post Road, that might give it away. But 
Uh, everyone knows everyone knows it's the Palace on Post Road, but uh, they right. cruise and uh, no no neutral fields this year for five A and below. We'll yeah. talk about that. All that it's kind of weird. Yeah. That is weird. We'll talk about it after this. This is the High School Huddle presented by Generations Church. Aspen Roofing is a family-owned roofing company with more than 20 years of experience and achievements across Oklahoma. Aspen Roofing takes pride in the personal service we provide on each job, and we strive to maintain the highest level of quality while offering our customers a reasonable price. It is our commitment to help you understand the process of getting a new roof from start to finish. Call Robbie Hudson for a free roofing estimate at 405-562-0026. Exxon was founded by two combat-proven veterans to help businesses grow from mediocre to exceptional. We know from experience that your culture and trust throughout the organization drive superior performance. Most business owners focus on the urgent rather than the important. They are just struggling to survive. The team at Exxon helps owners identify challenges, build solutions, and focus on growth. Do you trust your team? Does your team trust you? If not, we can help. We are Exxon. Hey, you in the third row. Yes, you. When was your last dental checkup? Dr. Lewis Turney and his staff provide dental care in a fun, relaxing environment. Still not convinced? Prefer to sleep through your appointment? No problem. We can do that, too. Our staff can ensure you have a relaxing experience no matter what. Got kids? Hey, so do we. Come see what all the moms are talking about. Our kid-friendly staff loves to provide care to even the tiniest of teeth. Give us a call today. We've got the whole family covered. Give Dr. Lewis Turney a call at 282 For centuries, it was a windswept prairie until the run of 89 saw settlers scramble for land and life in a newborn town as Oklahoma's territorial capital, Guthrie. Bank First is loyal to the preservation movement that reclaimed Oklahoma's first state capital. And we're loyal to the banking legacy born at the corner of First and Oklahoma streets. Bank First. Loyal to Oklahoma. Loyal to you. Today I'm sharing Golden Chick with the world. Are you ready to taste Golden Chick for the first time? 100% tenderloin. That's where the Golden Tenders come from. Marinated for 24 hours. It is amazing. And we also got the rolls made fresh. It feels like they were just baking. You know why it feels that way? They were. Every time I go, I love to get extra okay. rolls, so I love it. Mm-hmm. We are being kind of photobombed right now by the one and only Clucky. Have you met Clucky the chicken? Don't get too starstruck. He's just a regular guy. One taste and you're golden. He's on Tender. That's like a chicken dating app. Sometimes you need immediate care and can't get in to see your doctor during regular hours. With Mercy Convenient Care and Guthrie, you can walk in without an appointment and get the medical attention you need at a lower cost and with shorter waiting time than your local emergency room. The Mercy Convenient Care is located at 2919 South Division. For any concerns, call 405-282-6301. Services are provided by Mercy Hospital, Logan County. Choose Guthrie. Choose Mercy. At Generations Church, we exist to love God, love people, and serve both well. We're a multi-generational, multi-culture church that believes in being a light to our city and our region. At Generations, we don't believe that church can be put in a box. We're a church that accepts all people from all walks of life, young, old, rich, and poor, and you will feel welcome at Generations. Join us at 10 a.m. every Sunday at 2524 West Noble in Guthrie, America. You can also join us at generationsguthrie.online.church. 
Welcome back to the High School Huddle. Join the huddle yourself and let us know your thoughts by calling our toll-free number at 1-800-897-3678 or simply tweet us by using the hashtag OKHSHuddle. Now let's get back in the huddle and talk high school sports. News page. Glad to have you on this Wednesday night. Uh, Phil is out tracking snow to make sure uh, uh, the streets are safe for all of us out there. Appreciate your uh, support, Phil. Yeah, I mean, I'll be posting later on whether or not we're going to have school. So, oh yeah, I didn't think about the uh, school factor. Uh, I I can. How about I just ruin and say there's school tomorrow? How about that? Well, I mean, it's yet to be determined. We don't know what Edmund's doing. <laughs> Generations Church, proud sponsor all season long of the high school huddle. Love God, love people, serve both well. Find them online, as I have right here, generationsguthrie.com. You can also find them on their Facebook page. Uh, real quick, we'll keep it on the screen here. Uh, congratulations to Sheldon Williams. Uh, graduated Midwest City High School in 2002. Went on to play college basketball at... Um, uh, Duke University, I've never heard of him, uh, but uh, he was a pretty good player over there for the uh, for the Blue Devils, and I'm going to get his numbers here real quick, Phil. Uh, 6'9", 200, see, he had, uh, was it two state championships, I think, at Midwest City, 2000-2001, uh, 6'9", 250 pounds, uh, went to Duke, four-year starter, averaged 18, almost 19 points a game, 10 rebounds a game, almost four blocks per game. Uh, got drafted in the uh, – oh, yeah, he uh, won back-to-back National Defensive Player of the Year awards uh, in his final two seasons at Duke. Uh, then he had a six-year stint in the NBA after being drafted in the fifth round. Uh, but anyway, Midwest City High School retiring his basketball jersey uh, here in a few days. So uh, congratulations, Sheldon Williams. And he uh, he was definitely uh, fun to watch in high school as he uh, – boy, he was so dominant. And that, those Midwest City teams were really, really talented with him. Well, it's nice to see Oklahoma kids get back and get recognized by their schools. Obviously, his career speaks for itself. And, and uh, yeah, congratulations. That's a big thing. That is a big-time thing. Back to cl- back to high school football again. It is, uh, this would normally be the state championship week. And uh, I, I pulled up my Facebook account uh, this morning. And one of the memories – Oh, boy. Or was it yesterday? Today or yesterday. And one of the memories popped up was the picture that we took of Boone Pickens Stadium uh, from the press box in 2011 when Guthrie had won their third of the fourth uh, state titles. So, um, but anyway, this would normally be the state championship game uh, week for a lot of, uh, for 5A, for 4A, for 3A. uh, But uh, due to COVID, everybody got into the playoffs this season. So the playoffs were extended one week. So it is only state semifinal action. Uh, this week and uh, the games played last week uh, of course Guthrie went on the road to Collinsville uh, remember it was what a 27-24 ball game there for a little bit filled with Collinsville yep. and then they got two scores and they went at 41-24 and uh, Guthrie had a every every opportunity to uh, make it interesting but once they got down two scores you kind of went uh, I don't know well, and I think, you know, we've talked a lot about this. We we feel like that's a game that got away. Of course, had five turnovers in that ball game, And, and uh, you know, that, that's a game Guthrie very easily could have won. I yeah. mean, I think if you play him ten times, it's probably five, five, six, four. Yeah, yeah, one of those deals. But, but you know, the kids in Guthrie should be very proud of the year they've had. You know, they, they missed out on um, four games. Uh, throughout the year and you know just kind of had a lot of injuries up front with some big boys 
uh, in that ball game. Uh, had two starting offensive linemen that didn't play. Had had two other starters weren't able to play because of COVID protocol. Um, no excuses, but I'm just saying they overcame a lot of adversity uh, on the way to what I think is a year they should be proud of. Um, you know, a lot of good young players coming back. Future looks bright for Guthrie football. Yeah, no doubt about that. Blue Jays lose at 41-24 as um, Collinsville will advance to the state semifinal and will take on the Carl Everett Titans, who uh, yep. really had no problem with Bishop Kelly. The, the score is closer than what it really was. Uh, Carl Everett won that game 36-20 to in a top-five matchup. That's usually uh, a that's usually a state semifinal game, not a quarterfinal game. Uh, but uh, Bishop Kelly's had a great run over the last several years, but just can't get past those mighty Titans. And uh, McGinnis got him last year as well. But uh, uh, Bishop Kelly also had turnover woes, and uh, Control Bazell was really, really good for Carl Albert. And uh, uh, J.J. Tapana, the, the great guy, head coach over at, at – uh, uh, almost at Bixby uh, – over at Bishop Kelly – said you can't turn the ball over in any game, much less against Carl Albert because uh, they take advantage of those turnovers. And uh, Control Bazell had, had another great game. I think three rushing touchdowns, caused the fumble, had uh, forced the fumble, recovered a fumble, uh, all that good stuff, as expected. He was had an interception. Had an, I think that's what he had it was. an interception. And yeah. blocked a, he blocked a punt yeah. as well. That was the other thing that he did. <laughs> and uh, by the way, he's only a junior, so he'll, he'll be back next yeah. year. But uh, So it'll be Collinsville and Carl Albert. And, and do note, uh, that Carl Albert will will host uh, Bishop or will host Collinsville in the semifinal game because uh, a lot of schools uh, neutral sites did not want to have uh, games at their place just because COVID numbers and all that good stuff. So uh, they flipped the coin uh, between Carl Albert and Collinsville because both won their district, so the both were one seeds, and so uh, Carl Albert, of course, won the coin toss. Uh, and so Carl gets to win everything else. Yeah, I mean, might as might well. well win the coin toss. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, and, and it's and luckily these Collinsville kids now get to play you know, on the the Palace of Post Road. Yes, yeah, I mean they'll they'll get to see that's, the lights. That's a bucket list. That's yeah. a bucket list thing. <laughs> Absolutely. So Carl Albert, the drive for five again. They, uh, they they continue to rock and roll there. Other side of the bracket, yeah. uh, McGinnis really and much easier time than I had expected over Coweta, thirty nine to twelve. Coweta had beat Bishop Kelly earlier in the year for the for the title district title. Coweta uh, did not play Collinsville, and I really thought Coweta was the uh, better team of the three, and maybe still I, I don't know how it played out, but uh, McGinnis really no problem with the uh, Tigers, thirty nine to twelve. Uh, to win that game. Yeah, and, you know, McGinnis, uh, most times when they're on the field, they're going to have the best player on the field uh, with Luke Tarman, um, you know, and the young sophomore uh, transfer in from Millwood as well. I can't recall his name. But, but, yeah, but, but you know, they're, you know, it's it's lining up to be yet another Carl Albert, Bishop McGinnis, 5A final. Um, and so, you know, and, and like we've said, you know, we said from the first second we spoke about it this year, that 5A is is Carl Albert's class. Um, I mean, they are the class of 5A uh, by a mile, in my opinion. So, but hopefully, it would be fun again. Um, I hope we have a competitive game. You know, they've got to get get these ball games out of the way this Friday, and and then see what happens. And then, uh, but it's sure lining up like it'll be McGinnis and Carl Albert uh, playing for another state championship. Yeah, no doubt, and that will actually be the uh, Bishop McGinnis Fighting Irish taking on McAllister, who wins in overtime, 
43 to 41 over El Reno. Of course, El Reno had a, a, a very uh, bad week last week with uh, one of their uh, defensive coaches uh, passing away in a vehicle accident earlier in the, uh, yeah. on, on Monday of that last week. But uh, Phil McAllister scores 30 unanswered points uh, to force overtime and win overtime, and it came down to a two point conversion. Yeah, it's gutsy when you get into overtime when you score the first time and you go for two. Yes, uh, and, and and I mean that's gutsy. <laughs> I mean that's that's I don't you, know, you can either argue the coach is saying we're going to win it right here because we're we're exhausted or we don't think we can stand up in multiple overtime. I mean whatever, but whatever the reason they did it, it worked out for them. And of course, uh, um, El Reno came back, scored, was not able to convert, and. Uh, their season comes to an end, and, and, and the career of, of a great football player over in El Reno comes to an end as well at high school level uh, with Plumlee uh, playing his last game for, for El Reno. Yeah, absolutely. So your final four in 5A football, uh, McAllister will be playing at McGinnis. McGinnis was the two seed. Uh, McAllister was a three seed, so therefore the higher seed gets the host, which is Bishop McGinnis. And uh, the other side, Carl Albert and Collinsville and Oh, my, could it be another Carl Albert McGinnis, another 5A2 showdown in the state championship game? It looks like it right now on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what every every indication's pointing towards. You know, but weird things happen. I mean, I think, you know, I didn't think Choctaw was going to beat Stillwater last week. I didn't think Owasso was going to get upset. Uh, we're, I don't know if we're going to get to 4A tonight or not, but I didn't think Cushing was going to knock off another undefeated <laughs> well, team. Yeah, we're talking Cushing like, uh, next segment. You know, like they did, like yeah. they did last two weeks. Yeah. You know, so anything can happen. Anything can happen. But I think if there's a class of football where the the two best teams kind of stand out, I think it's probably 5A. You know, and and uh, so you know, Carl Albert is the 5A version of 6A2's Bixby. And, uh, you know, really all year, um, McGinnis has kind of been the Stillwater. Now, Stillwater lost, which plays into what we're talking about. But so it could happen. I do think if there's going to be an upset in either one of those games, it would be the McGinnis game. I I just don't give Collinsville um, much of a chance at all uh, to, to, to beat Carl Albert. Outside so of think, anything, outside of Ben Harrison. Yeah, just something crazy. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's right. going to have to be something crazy, you know, five, six, seven turnovers and – I mean, it's just going to be a crazy deal, but it, it could happen. I just don't think it will. Yeah, and so that is the final four in five A football. We are going to we're up against another, our final timeout on the show here tonight. We are going to definitely talk four A football. We're going to try to go through all the four A, three A, two A. We might go a little bit quicker than uh, than we spent already, but uh, definitely something to talk about. And if, uh, if anybody else wants to pop in on here and. Uh, uh, ask some questions or go back and forth. We're glad to do that as well. We're going to take our final time out. Again, we are brought to you by each and every week by our good friends at Generations Church, a title sponsor here on the high school huddle. And a big thank you, not only them, but all of our wonderful sponsors as you hear their commercials. A big thank you uh, for them, for their uh, support all season long. And uh, the numbers have been good this year, Phil, on the uh, uh, on the broadcast. Yeah. And we don't know radio yeah. numbers. We never know radio numbers, but uh, – uh, but uh, I know from numbers? the text message, I know from the text messages I get from people that I know in Enid and Stillwater and Perkins and Cushing and 
all over that there's quite a few folks listening <laughs> yeah. because I get critiqued on a regular basis. <laughs> so it's, uh, so I don't know who's given out my cell number, Chris Evans, but somebody has just remember, just a reminder. Someone's always watching Phil. Someone's always yeah, watching. That's right. I got a picture. Right. I got that's a picture right. screen. There you go. All right. Take our final oh, time boy. out. Come back. Maybe talk with you as well. Leave your questions, comments. We'll talk about that as well. Take a look at some of the other classes as they get ready for the state semifinals as well. Final time out. This is the high school huddle presented by Generations Church. At Generations Church, we exist to love God, love people, and serve both well. We're a multi-generational, multicultural church that believes in being a light to our city and our region. At Generations, we don't believe that church can be put in a box. We're a church that accepts all people from all walks of life, young, old, rich, and poor, and you will feel welcome at Generations. Join us at 10 a.m. every Sunday at 2524 West Noble in Guthrie, America. You can also join us at generationsguthrie.online.church. Hey, you in the third row. Yes, you. When was your last dental checkup? Dr. Lewis Turney and his staff provide dental care in a fun, relaxing environment. Still not convinced? Prefer to sleep through your appointment? No problem. We can do that, too. Our staff can ensure you have a relaxing experience no matter what. Got kids? Hey, so do we. Come see what all the moms are talking about. Our kid-friendly staff loves to provide care to even the tiniest of teeth. Give us a call today. We've got the whole family covered. Give Dr. Lewis Turney a call at 282 For centuries, it was a windswept prairie until the run of 89 saw settlers scramble for land and life in a newborn town as Oklahoma's territorial capital, Guthrie. Bank First is loyal to the preservation movement that reclaimed Oklahoma's first state capital. And we're loyal to the banking legacy born at the corner of First and Oklahoma Streets. Bank First. Loyal to Oklahoma. Loyal to you. Today I'm sharing Golden Chick with the world. Are you ready to taste Golden Chick for the first time? 100% tenderloin. That's where the Golden Tenders come from. Marinated for 24 hours. It is amazing. And we also got the rolls made fresh. It feels like they were just baking. You know why it feels that way? They were. Every time I go, I let them get extra okay. rolls, so I love it. Mm-hmm. We are being kind of photobombed right now by the one and only Clucky. Have you met Clucky the chicken? Don't get too starstruck. He's just a regular guy. One taste and you're golden. Golden Chick. He's on tender. That's like a chicken dating app. Sometimes you need immediate care and can't get in to see your doctor during regular hours. With Mercy Convenient Care in Guthrie, you can walk in without an appointment and get the medical attention you need at a lower cost and with shorter waiting time than your local emergency room. The Mercy Convenient Care is located at 2919 South Division. For any concerns, call 405-282-6301. Services are provided by Mercy Hospital, Logan County. Choose Guthrie. Choose Mercy. Aspen Roofing is a family-owned roofing company with more than 20 years of experience and achievements across Oklahoma. Aspen Roofing takes pride in the personal service we provide on each job, and we strive to maintain the highest level of quality while offering our customers a reasonable price. It is our commitment to help you understand the process of getting a new roof from start to finish. Call Robbie Hudson for a free roofing estimate at 405-562-0026. Exxon was founded by two combat-proven veterans to help businesses grow from mediocre to exceptional. We know from experience that your culture and trust throughout the organization drive superior performance. Most business owners focus on the urgent rather than the important. They are just struggling to survive. The team at Exxon helps owners identify challenges, build solutions, and focus on growth. Do you trust your team? Does your team trust you? If not, we can help. 
We are Exit. Welcome back to the High School Huddle. Join the huddle yourself and let us know your thoughts by calling our toll-free number at 1-800-897-3678 or simply tweet us by using the hashtag OKHSHuddle. Now let's get back in the huddle and talk high school sports. Segment here on the high school. Other glad to have you on board on this Wednesday night, along with Phil Nichols, Chris Evans, with you as uh, we are talking high school football. Appreciate all the comments out there as well. Uh, again, uh, Ernesto saying go Wolves. Edmund Santa Fe in the state championship game. Uh, I think Phil, it was 2003. Jinx and Edmund Santa Fe played for the state championship. Of course, we uh, all know how that uh, that game turned out. But uh, yeah, so a rematch of the 03 title game. Uh, so, oh, I didn't put Ernesto's comment on there. I apologize, Ernesto. There it is. Uh, go Wolves. And, uh, Phil, I think you might have one of your uh, fans out there. And howdy, oh, fellows. Boy. My long-lost cousin and my brother keep fighting the good fight. Brian Evans. Or is that me? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I know two Brian Evans. And uh, I don't know which one it is. There you go. Well, uh, can you see the... Uh, does the uh, it icon? Say? It just something bar and grill. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it, it, if it's involving a bar and it's the two guys <laughs> I know, that could be the one of them. So, so it could be one of my two guys. There you go. There you go. Uh, high school huddle presented by Generation Church. Final segment here, uh, real quick. Take a look at Class Four A football and the Cushing Tigers. The talk of Four A football, maybe the talk of the entire state right now. Yeah. Cushing yeah. a couple weeks took down Weatherford. 34 to 30 at Weatherford. Remember, Weatherford was in the state championship last year, lost to Poto over at UCO. Of course, Weatherford led by head coach Ryan uh, Reagan Roof. And, and uh, Weatherford had one of the top uh, players in the state of Oklahoma, and Ethan oh. Downs. And uh, yeah, eliminate them. And then they go on the road and take down Hilldale. Another team, uh, Hilldale right. only lost one game all season. Cushing wins that game 34 28. So if Cushing scores 34 points this week, that's the magic number for them. Uh, their two wins, their two yeah. upset wins have been 34 points scored. We'll see. We'll see how. Real, it really is this week. If if they win it, then I would pick Cushing to beat Jinx, Owasso, and Broken Arrow. Those teams combined because they take on the Wagner Bulldogs, who are the number one team in 4A, been there all season long. They have been a powerhouse for – I've lost track of how many years it's been now, but they've had one of the longest runs. Uh, you know, Guthrie went on those runs, Union Jinx. Uh, Carl yep. Wagner is up there with these with these programs who have gone on these runs. So Cushing – and by the way, Cushing has to go to Wagner. So it just makes up for another great uh, – another possible success story. Well, what would be cool is we're sitting there Friday night watching whatever games we decide to watch, and and we look at Scordle and see uh, – Cushing wins. I mean, because every year there's a team that catches that 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 lightning same in lightning in a bottle, and it sure seems to be Cushing this year. <laughs> so, it, it, what a great story for Cushing for the community for the kids over there, and I wish them luck. I, yeah, obviously, tall, 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 tall task uh, with you know facing Wagner this week, but man, they're on a roll. So who knows? Absolutely. Hey, we're gonna, hey, Phil, we're going to have to take a timeout from high school football. I have breaking news. Oh, boy. Tiger King's, Tiger King's been pardoned. No. That gummit. We're, we're going to go to the NBA. Oh, breaking cares? news. Phil, it's uh, a family show. I mean, 
I didn't say anything bad. I just don't oh. care about the well, NBA. I, no, I'm just saying it ahead of time. That's. You, by the way, oh. do you like the breaking news? Uh, the uh, breaking news. Uh, sound yes, clip? I do oh. like that. Yeah, I do. I think it's quite nice. Yeah. Uh, the Houston Rockets. Oops, dead coming. The Houston Rockets. Hold on, let me fix my phone. The Houston Rockets have agreed to trade Russell Westbrook for John Wall and a first-round pick. So Russell going to Washington? Going to Washington. John Wall coming point guard for point guard, basically. So uh, John Wall would be playing uh, with James Harden, the beard. So there's, uh, there's your breaking news in NBA right here on the huddle. Yeah, so, that's great. Good for them. Uh, I do have Hopefully an answer. Hopefully it goes out of business. Uh, yeah. Brian Evans, it's the It's the Eureka one. Yeah. It's Eureka one, yes. My boy. Yeah, Big B. Hey, Brian. Good to see you, bud. Brian is Brian is one of my oldest friends. There's a group of us, as you know, Chris, that take a little excursion. Oh, yeah. The um, uh, South Carolina. The Lake Boys. Yeah. <laughs> the Lake Boys. Yeah. The Lake Boys. And... Uh, <clears throat> You know, it's uh, he lives in Houston and uh, is a very successful business down there. Great father and great friend and brother and son and just a good guy, Brian Evans. But and you, you, you're right up Brian's alley because he is his business is in technology. Okay, um, and he is uh, he's a freaking genius. Yeah, you know, anytime Brian talks, I always get a headache. So it's. Uh, He's he's for a couple reasons, but but there's now Brian's 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 one of the good guys, one of the good guys, and he's a big Houston sports guy. So he anything has to do with Houston. So your breaking news matters. It matters. It matters to Brian. I promise you. Yeah, it matters to Brian. There you so, go. Great, great to hear from you, B. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, so yeah. Cushing's at Wagner. The other four A state semifinal I want to get to real quick. Uh, oh hum hum. Clinton at Blanchard. Those teams have been. Uh, uh, in these situations for a long, long time. So uh, you got three three powerhouses in the 4A state semifinals uh, this week, Wagner, Blanchard, and Clinton. So Clinton's at Blanchard, and Cushing is at Wagner for 4A football. Uh, real quick, Class 3A football, uh, Heritage Hall. Uh, it's the uh, private school bowl. Uh, Heritage Hall at Lincoln Christian in one semifinal. The other semifinal is Kingston at Holland Hall. Holland Hall took it to Kingfisher, 51-21, and really that yeah. game wasn't even that close. Uh, s- still uh, quarterfinal action in Class 2A football. OCS is at Ufala. Ufala. Marlowe is at Metro Christian. Metro Christian, number one team in 2A football, favored to get yeah. back to the championship games. Uh, the uh, Ryan Cotting fighting Beggs Demons uh, will host Frederick. Uh, Beggs de- defeated Keys 52-14. And Washington is at Adair. Those are quarterfinal games in Class 2A football. Again, uh, A and 2A, will their state title games will be not this week, not next week, but the week after that. Whatever. That's uh, yeah. December nineteenth. There you go, December nineteenth. Uh, December nineteenth. And we and we love doing small ball. I mean, it's it's those are fun games because the entire town show up. Um, you know, for now it'll probably look different this year. Who knows? But but uh, it's you know when you call those, um, it's awesome because I mean literally the entire town is there and it's yeah. an incredible atmosphere. Yeah, last year, we, last year we got to see Ringling and uh, yeah. uh, and Cashin, which we very well could see in Class A football as they are still around. And speaking of Class A football, Pawnee will be at Thomas. Thomas, another team that can sneak in there. We'll see. Uh, Morrison is at Ringling. These are quarterfinal games. Moreland at Pahuska. Um, and then Woodland is at Cashin this week. So those are yeah. – uh, 
eight good football teams in Class A will fi- have a Final Four after Friday night. But uh, um, I, I certainly think uh, Ringling and Thomas will meet up in one semifinal, and I would certainly think uh, Cashin and Pahuska will Pahuska, meet up. Yeah. Would meet up. Would meet up in the other one there. Pahuska fifty-eight zero over. Or Warner one week, and then I think that's their only playoff game before they uh, took down Moreland. Of course, Moreland was the team who beat Crescent to to end their season. So uh, that is your Class A football. Let's just go ahead and get out here real quick. Class B football: Davenport at Laverne, Pioneer at Velma Elma. Uh, mascot for Velma Elma: Velma Elma Fighting Owls. That gummit. One more guess: uh, the Velma Elma uh, Wildcats. That comets, guy. comets. You're well, close. Comets. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. What? Who in the daylight sat around and said, "You know what? Let's call ourselves the Comets." Velma Elma Comets. Why would they do that? I got to fact check. Cool, cool, coolest mascot ever. Coolest mascot name ever. Uh, Blue Jays. Uh, well, I'm oh, what, what, come on. I didn't know. I, mean, I, I don't know who's keeping notes. Going with the tornado. Going with the tornadoes. Oh, the red tornadoes? Well, yeah. Is there any other kind? Oh, Texas Texas tornadoes. Oh, here we go. Blowing me. You can always, you can always tie it back to your boy. <laughs> That's yeah. a problem. Well, I, I just wanted to confirm on my Velma Elma. I, I'm pretty sure they're the comments. I'm almost certain of the comments. I just want to make sure. I, I don't want to be wrong in Velma Elma comments. There they are. Okay. Uh, Balco is at Dewar. That's so you Class were, B. You were guessing? Wait, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. You were guessing? How, how can I guess? I was just double checking. Oh, okay. And Shattuck at Regent Prep. Those are your Class B games, Class C football games, semifinal action. Timberlake is at Buffalo. You want to go to Buffalo? Watch Class C, Timberlake at Buffalo? Nope. Be a nice seven, seven hour drive. Tyrone yeah, is at Mount View Godibo. Oh, oh, not go to Godibo just because the <laughs> name's Godibo. Man, that, those that's are some tornado happy towns gra- right there. That's one of the greatest names in the history of names, Godibo. What's their mascot, Christopher? Mount View Godibo? I don't know. Oh. I'm going to go with the Godibo Bulldogs. Let me uh, give me one second. Bulldogs. Here. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Nah. They. Um, they sound like, yeah, not the Falcons. Um, Mount View, Godibo. Here we go. Please be the Bulldogs. Please be the Bulldogs. I'm almost there. Boy, they're uh, they're toward the end of the back. Of course, they're Class C, so they're going to be at the back. Mount. Does anybody know? Anybody know before I say it? No one's saying? Ryan Cotting's still talking about Beggs football. Okay. Um, <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> 233, Mount View, Godibo. What'd you say, Phil? Bulldogs. It's one. Of, it's one of the popular ones. Keep going. Wildcats. I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm over it. Tigers. Tigers. All right. Um, I do had one other one. I saw Luke Young on here. State championship predictions. Um, Phil and I. We're we're not sure if we're calling what games we're calling, so it wouldn't be. I don't think it would be no. good for us to 
to do that. We, we are not calling the 6A state championship games. We're only producing them this year. So we can I do those. We can do 6A. We can definitely do that. Uh, uh, by the way, the call of those games will be J.D. Northcutt, uh, radio buddy out of Moore, and uh, Mark Rogers. Yep. Uh, Mark Rogers with yep. Sports Animal. Uh, so it'll be J.D. and Mark uh, with the 6A calls on the uh, broadcast, and we'll be trying to put all the cameras and graphics all together for them, all the replays for them, and have fun doing that. Uh, 6A state championship, Phil, Jinx, and Edmund Santa Fe. The Tulsa you know, World. My heart. I, I should interrupt you real quick. The Tulsa World is picking yeah, Jinx. Uh, Tulsa World is picking Jinx to win two hundred forty-five to one. Right, and and I uh, I just want to go on record that I've officially decided that I hate everything about Tulsa. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking, but but no, but I no, I you know I want Edmund Santa Fe to win that game. You know, being a West Side school, I mean, I want that. Um, if I'm if I'm being if I just look at the teams, though, I, I got to go with Jinx. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm trying to. See, I, I'm, I'm gonna pull up here real quick. I'm gonna make sure Jinx and oh, you know what? That's right. Jinx and Evan Santa Fe were supposed to play back on uh, back in October. Game got canceled. Game got canceled. So it yeah. uh, it comes back there. So um, yeah, I you know I don't. I, I really don't have a rooting interest either way. Right, for me. I don't either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it would be nice for the West Side team to uh, to, yeah. to, to bring one. Yeah. again. The West Side team has not won one uh, state championship since 1995 when Midwest City had won that one. So, um, yeah. And then a six a two game, uh, boy. Wait, I, wait, was that a was that a prediction? Oh, uh, what was my prediction? I can't remember yeah, what I, mean, I said. Just, you said nothing, like you always do when it comes down to predictions. You tiptoe around them. Maybe we need to just rewind and see what I said. I don't know. I can't remember who I who I picked. Go on. Okay. Six A two. Man, I, Bixby is the best team I've seen all season long in person yeah. on ESPN on the computer. Yeah. Braylon Presley. In the state. Braylon Presley's yeah. my player of the year in the state of Oklahoma. It's yeah. not even close. His offers continue yeah. to rise and rise and rise and rise. I think he got Arkansas this week. Of course, I helped him get the scholarship offer to Tulsa. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, after absolutely. I called Tulsa out, uh, they lo- yeah. watched the show and said, you know what? Chris is probably right on this one. Let's offer right. Braylon Presley, who's two miles from our stadium. I don't know what took yeah, so did, long. Had never heard of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was on ESPN. Oh, okay. Now, oh, let's Bixby. Never heard of Bixby, yeah. Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but man, watching Tall I was. It was so easy to root for them. Um, not yeah. necessarily root for. Them. You can see why people root for them. There's just their coach is energetic. The the kids uh, were playing well uh, against Stillwater, and so um, it was fun watching them play football. And it's going to be interesting to see them uh, how they go up against Bixby again. Who's the, I don't know, a big favorite, but they are definitely the favorite with the best player on there. Teams who have won it early, and they won five of the last six state championships, going for number six out of the last seven. Uh, everything points toward Bixby, but everything pointed towards Stillwater last week to beat Chautal, too. So so there goes another one of Chris's predictions. He, he, he talks, and he doesn't name a team. It's every time, Evans. Every time. Well, how about this? Ernesto picks Santa Fe to win 28-24. I appreciate that. Ernesto's a stand-up guy. That would be a great game. Hope you, and uh, Chaltal. Ooh, Ernesto's going with Chaltal over Bixby. 30-28. to 28. If Braylon Presley only has four touchdowns, stop the presses, and there's going to be a there's going to be like four parades in Chaltal if, if Bixby only scores 28 points. 
Well, and oh, by the way, they got a quarterback that's thrown over 100 touchdown passes in his career also. So Yeah, yeah. It, pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah, so you're you're not making a pick? Is that what, is that what I'm hearing? Hold on. Uh, now Ernesto's got my – you know, Bixby has has had games where they have not scored um, um, that many – I'm going to pull it up here real quick um, before we sign off here for the night. Uh, let's see here, 682, Bixby, pull up Bixby, Bixby. Bixby this year has scored 34 against Union, 42 against Jinx, 74 against Bartlesville, 56 against Carl Albert. Uh-oh, Choctaw. They only got 24 points against Choctaw back on October 9th. 51 against Sand Springs, 59 against Ponca, 70 against Booker T, 63 against Dell City, 49 last week against Midwest City. So looks like Choctaw has the formula to keep them in that scoring range that Ernesto's picking. And uh, and it's a state championship game. It'll it, I think, I, you know, I've seen Bixby put a lot of points on a lot. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. I, I will. I will do the opposite of Chris and tell you that I think Bixby wins by three touchdowns. I think Bixby comes in and puts an absolute knot on Choctaw. I think, you know, you got to remember when they played earlier in the year, Bixby was missing several starters. I don't know several, but they were missing. Well, they were missing. (laughs) I mean, it's, you know, there, there is, uh, I, I will, I will grow hair from like the middle of my head back and I won't shave my head for a year if Bixby gets beaten this game. Phil, and that's a bad look, Chris. That's I can, a bad I can look. Only, a little ceiling start. Flowing. Oh, it's a bad. It's a bad look. Oh, it's a Phil, bad look. Phil, yeah. defense was pretty fun to watch I know, last I week. Know, I know that. I'm telling you, Bixby will win this game. Right, and and, and you're right. And, and here's the here's the big difference. And as I was watching this game with Chaltal. With the difference between Stillwater and Bixby, Quantrell Walker is going to line up at running back, and and they're going to give him the ball. Braylon Presley can line up anywhere on the field. I mean, he can stretch you out. So that box, you know, I mean, Chaltal was putting seven, eight guys in the box and then creeping a ninth ninth guy down. With Presley, you spread him out on the other side, and now the entire defense is spread out. So that's one big advantage that Bixby has that Stillwater does not have. Well, the other thing, remember about the Presley kid too, is he's going to return punts, and you put him back there. I mean, you know, what, they're going to have to they're going to have to account for the special teams in the state title game as well. I just, you know, barring Presley getting hurt on the opening play of the game, um, I just, I he he is to me there is nobody even close to him as the player in the, of the year in the state of Oklahoma. I think he is a big time, big time football player. Um, and I just don't see any way Bixby loses this ball game. And not only that, it's not just the Presley kid. It's not just the quarterback that's thrown over 100 touchdown passes. They got a kid playing wideout that's a sophomore that's six foot five, weighs about 215. This is his first year back since junior high playing football. He's he's this big. He might end up being the most accomplished kid. But when you look into college, because that kid's got nothing but upside. Right. I mean, they're just they're loaded. They're absolutely loaded on both sides on all three phases of the game. So you never mention yeah, your would it be you never mention your favorite player, the defensive lineman. Billy Bob, Billy Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The roller kid. The roller kids is fun to watch. Got a big motor. He and he's a big bodied guy and and I know his his uncles and dad and and they're you know, there's some crazy cats, but but at the end of the day, I just think – I just don't know. I know Choctaw's got some really good players. I know they've got a good defense. I don't see any way they can account for all of the studs because 
honestly, if Stillwater was in this game, I'd be picking Bixby to win by three touchdowns against them. I think they're just that much better than everybody else in 6A2. Yeah, well, how about an entire state? I mean, they with their- well, I I, th- I think they are the best team in the state of Oklahoma. They've already beat I mean, Union. They've already beat Jinx. They've already beat Carl Albert. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Carl Albert had lost. Carl Albert was like something stupid, like fifty-two out of fifty-three going right, into that right, game, right. and they looked like a JV team against Bixby. I mean, they could not do anything against Bixby. I mean, we, and we saw that one all from the sidelines. We were on the sidelines at that game. And I'm telling you, Bixby is an amazing high school football team. And, Phil, you look at it, uh, you look at these games, and, and, and I've always kind of known this, but when Guthrie was going through the run and we were had front row seats to that entire run for those several years, I mean, I went at a high level, I mean, high, championship level. Yeah. This year, at, uh, at a lot of these games, like in 6A football, Edmund, Jinx has been there. Everyone roots against Jinx, no matter who it is. And now you have Edmund Santa right. Fe. You're, you're rooting for the West yeah. Side team. You're rooting for someone out besides Jinx or Union to win it. So you have like the underdog Edmund Santa Fe. You have Chaltal. People get tired of watching Bixby win it every single. You know, there's a lot of people who don't like watching Bixby win it every single year. Now right. you have the super underdog Chaltal uh, with that. So and then you look at it this year, Carl Everett. Everyone everyone gets tired of watching Carl Everett win. So you have like a team that's Collinsville, who's won 75 percent of their games over the last six six or seven years. Got a new offensive yep. coordinator this year, and then uh, McAllister was. Uh, had a great program. Then it went down. I mean, zero wins, the one win a year. They have come back. Yeah. They're the kind of Cinderella story in 5A going up against McGinnis, who's been in all these state championship games. So you have a lot of a lot of underdogs and a lot of uh, people who are looking for different winners. That's just the nature of when Guthrie was winning every game. There was people wanting to see Guthrie get beat. It's just how, it's just how sure. it is. Yeah. Sure, and, and I get all that, and I'm not saying that I would. I don't think it. I think it'd be great for Oklahoma high school football if Choctaw did beat Bixby. I think that'd be wonderful. I don't have any skin in this game. I have no relationship to Bixby. I just honestly think they're better than everybody else. I think. I mean, when you could go into Carl Albert, who's a team that we know very, very well, that we've watched for. Well, you've watched them your entire life, right? Against the Blue Jays. Um, and, and we know how good they are. And they were completely dismantled. Yeah, it wasn't even close. I mean, physically dismantled. And they lost every phase of the game. Bixby was superior, not just a little better. They were superior in every phase of the game. I mean, I just, I mean, it, it, that's what sold me on Bixby. I mean, and then to go out on ESPN and beat a, 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 a Booker T team that has athletes <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. They they put 70 points on a Booker T team that I guarantee if you take a snapshot of the of the 22 starters on offense and defense, there will be at least five kids on that Booker T team that played Division One football that yep. were on that field. I guarantee. I don't. I guarantee you there will be. Well, Booker T. They absolutely, yeah. they absolutely embarrassed Booker T on national TV. You know, I mean, it, they're that good. You you. Uh... It, it, it looks like me out on Thanksgiving Day, not this year, but years past, me running the football against the uh, eight, nine-year-olds, uh, it, just yeah. the way, against those top-performing teams like Carl Albert and Booker well, T. Washington. Well, well, listen, I don't want to turn this into the Bixby show, but that ball game against Carl Albert, you remember their defensive line? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ernesto, that's, I mean, that's kind of, I had to put the comment on What's he say? Oh. What's he say? <laughs> oh, I can't you, read it. You need your glasses. <laughs> 
You're, Ernest, you're definitely, definitely not going to have, have a relationship with Bixby once that hair starts growing. Y'all <laughs> tall. I'm telling you, Phil. I, I don't know if they can win it, but man, I, 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 I ugh, make it a game. Make it a well, game. Well, I make it a game. Well, I'm just, I, I just, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to grow my hair. So I can tell you, that's how confident I am. I mean, I, I just, I truly do not for a second think Bixby's going to lose this game. And I'm getting scared by the second realizing I opened my mouth again. Yeah. But it's, no, but, 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 but it really, it really, hey, now I got a reason to really get excited about the game, right? I just want to no, see Choctaw open, open and kickoff. Choctaw goes 95 yards and go, goes up 7 0 just to see a squirm a I'm gonna, little bit. I'm going to go buy a comb. I'm going to go buy a comb if that happens. It won't have to yeah. be a very big one with what I got left up there, but I'll go buy one. No, I just, I, I again, you, their defensive line. You just look at their D line, Chris. I mean, you remember them. I mean, these, it looked like a small college defensive line. I mean, these kids didn't look like high school football players. Yeah, I mean, they just didn't look like them. I mean, how many, how many, how many high school teams wide receivers are six five, two fifteen, six three, two ten that can run? And they can catch and they well, can block. I mean, it's just it's crazy. And a lot of times, a lot of times they're singled up by one one guy trying to cover them because there's guys that got tracked. Presley Chautal does have a Division One kid that they uh, that's going to the University of Oklahoma that uh, can probably line up and, and compete. Uh, I know, yeah, can yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. but then Presley, I mean, he makes these sixty yard runs where people are falling like in open air. I mean, they just fall I mean, and, <laughs> within five yards. Do you of remember? Them, so. Do you remember you, there was a run against Carl Albert oh, on yeah. the Bixby sideline? There's a bunch of them, but yeah. But the, the one that stood out to me yep. is he's going full speed, literally full speed. I was ready. Three, I, was, I was in tackle form. I was ready to go on the sideline. <laughs> there, there are three Titans broke down right there. He never decelerates. I mean, he never slows down. And he's got a way of setting tacklers up with, it. I guess, his eyes and his head. And he just gives himself that space, and it's just ridiculous. I mean, next thing you know, he's five yards past him, and there's nobody in front of him. And he he, he is an amazing, amazing football player. I mean, he and, he and he's a kid that, quite frankly, at the college level could play running back, play wide receiver. I mean, he could play a lot of places. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a special, special, special football player. Well, so uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. He'll probably go out. He'll probably go out and carry the ball twenty-eight times, have forty-two yards. They'll get beat thirty-eight to ten, and you guys will have to look at my ugly mug with half a head of hair for the next year. <laughs> Ryan just wants a little sweat, just a little sweat uh, from you, just a little, little bit of sweat. So it'll be fun. Uh, you, you, of course, uh, university. The games are at University of Central Oklahoma, one o'clock game uh, for the. Santa Fe Union game and the 7 o'clock game will be Bixby and Choctaw. Um, you can catch those on the NFHS network uh, is where those games yeah. will be broadcasted. And uh, I think UCO is having a, a capacity of 6,000 uh, in attendance. I think each school got 2,500 tickets each. And then there's uh, some other tickets that you can get. But I think uh, they're trying to sell all the tickets before uh, the game. But I know the, the uh, capacity is going to be at 6,000. Over at Watland Stadium, which is a great place. Uh, again, it didn't. Uh, it wasn't a sellout. Uh, there were still seats last year when there was no COVID going yeah. around, and so. Uh, but um, it will be. 
uh, limited to 6,000 uh, capacity uh, this year. Uh, but anyway, there will be plenty of fans in there, and uh, there will be social distancing. Uh, there's already things that marked off where you can't sit and all that good stuff. So it will be fun. So just for so just for the record, you're going with Choctaw with the upset over Bixby. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. I hope the officials get every call right. I hope there's a great call of the game, and I hope our camera operators are in the right spots at the right times to capture the gold ball being lifted in the air. I'll be I'll be there at the end. Uh, I won't be crying. I won't be I won't be yelling. I'll just I'll I'll be there at the end. So just and, and you just want both sides to have fun, right? I have fun. I mean, both teams are going to get a tro- both teams are going to get a trophy. One's gold, one's silver. Right. Everyone's, everyone's going home. Everybody to- gets a trophy. <laughs> Everybody so. gets a trophy. All right. Well, we need to get out of here. A big thank you to everybody for tuning in. Always, always entertaining uh, here on the. I don't know how long we've even gone, Phil. It's, We've been recording for an hour 27, so we've gone over our time limit again. It gets fun this time of year, though. So uh, big thank yeah, you to all yeah. of our sponsors. We'll be back next week with the High School Huddle, and uh, maybe before that we might have an uh, open mic podcast. By the way, uh, if you want to subscribe to podcasts, if you're into podcasts, uh, subscribe to Guthrie News page and also open mic. Phil and I have those there, and so you can uh, download those podcasts. And like this, will be uploaded to those podcasts if you don't want to watch our mugs on the video. Uh, or if you just rather listen to it, uh, you can do that as well. So invite you to download those. Final thoughts, Phil? Good, Good stuff. Right. Well, I just, you know, this is my favorite time of year. It's a weird year, but it's still my favorite time of year. There's nothing better than high school football uh, when it gets to playoff time, and especially when it gets to championship weekends. Um, it's, it's just an absolute blast. I would like to say that I'm, I'll challenge our 5A schools, show up and support your teams. I mean, I, I'm so tired of, of having, having uh, you know, it's just, it's terrible turnout. It's just terrible turnout for 5A schools. It just is. Well, and, uh, well it, you know, it's, it, when it, when like last couple of years, it's been McGinnis and Carver, yeah. and those aren't, those aren't right. communities, so they don't have communities. Right. So right. When, when Guthrie's there, when Lot MacArthur's there, when Chickasha's there, when Altus is oh, there, when no. Durant is there, right. communities, yeah. Yeah. they, they, they fill it up, but if 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 McAllister and Collinsville somehow upset McGinnis and CA, then the stands will be packed. They'll they'll have all twenty five hundred tickets will be sold yeah, yeah. on each side. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, it'll be yeah. fun. It'll, right. it'll be fun. Well, We're gonna get out of here. All right, man. All right, big thank another you again. Good, another good show. Yeah, so far. We'll see. Uh, all, all of our great thank you to all of our wonderful sponsors as well, including our title sponsor once again, Generations Church. Love God, love people, serve both well. Find them online at generationsguthrie.com. Also find them on Facebook where they stream their Sunday morning services. Check it all out. Big thank you to them. For Phil Nichols, I'm Chris Evans. This has been the High School Huddle. This has been the High School Huddle on Hot 93.7 FM. Be sure to tune in next week as we break down more of the top games and news from across the state of Oklahoma.